had on my arm um, a smallpox vaccine scar. It was big. A lot of you know what it looks like. Some of you have one. I was one of the last vaccinated for smallpox. I think it was the last year, the year I was born, 1967. Um, and my body ate up the scar and healed the scar when I started detoxifying. Ready to live at the higher vibrations where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Hey everyone, Robin Openshaw here. And I'm your host here on the Vibe Show. Uh, and also Green Smoothie Girl for over 15 years now. So today what I want to talk about is something that seems to be on a lot of people's minds. There's a lot of people talking about detoxification. And I detoxified myself 20 years ago because I was very, very sick and I was in bed for four years and my Green Smoothie Girl audience and the 17,000 people that we've we've helped detoxify over the last eight to 10 years, they know that I was really sick in my late 20s and early 30s. But it's not been until the last month that I've been really willing and able to talk about why. So I'm going to share with you why I was sick and in bed for four years. I'm going to talk about why I didn't want to talk about it till now. I'm going to talk about how I detoxified myself. Uh, it's after being injured by a pharmaceutical injection. And I was required to get it when I was in grad school. And I was doing a rotation at a psychiatric hospital. And they told me to go get the flu jab. And I did. And I ended up in bed for four years. So I'm going to talk about those things. And I'm going to also talk about what was required and what was involved in getting well. And why I think I tipped over. Why did I spend four years in bed? after getting this injection? And what does that have to do with the situation we're in now? And why are we seeing right now three times more people are signing up for our detox that we run every year in, in January and we support people in it? We have literally three more times, 300% uh, more people signed up for it this year than last year, even though we can't market it on Facebook, really. We can't even use the words that are involved. Like Facebook is, and big tech in general, Google too, are absolutely crushing any content that might help you, that might help you if you get the virus and you need early treatment that help might help you detoxify afterwards. You know, I'm not going to get into the why of why I think that they want to scrub the internet of content that might be useful to you beyond just injection after injection after injection. But I really just want to talk about how I got well after that. But I also don't feel like it's just people who got the jobs who want to detoxify. I think the vast majority of us, as we're closing down 2021 right now, saw what a codified, controlled, subverted mess the entire medical system has become. I think a lot of us know nurses and doctors who are trapped in that system. Um, I have some in my family that are actually injured by the current injection and yet give other people injections all day long, every day. So I want to talk about what our detox is and how I learned to detoxify my body and then moved it into creating a system where people are really nurtured and supported and can do it 
in an easier way than I did. I tried a lot of different things. There were things that moved the needle and things that didn't. But what I basically did is I brought my toxic load way down and that allowed my organs of elimination to work better and my hormone system to work better and to get back in regulation and back in balance. Um, I think that just the massive toxic load of the heavy metals and the chemicals that were in that injection were just too much for me. And probably because I had also been eating the standard American diet leading up to that. And then when I was in bed for years, hoping to get better, not getting better, um, not being a good mom. I was the mom of two little kids when this happened, not getting better then, you know, when it becomes so chronic, then you get yourself into a spiral. And with as much time as I spent in bed, I was literally sleeping from three to six in the afternoon. I would go at work and sleep in the mother's lounge. Like I would go in there as it was for breastfeeding mothers and I would pump because I was away at work and away from my little one. But I would actually just fall asleep in there and go into a coma. And then when I was at home, I finally quit that job And then I was at home sleeping from 3 to 6 p.m. every single day, seven days a week, every day. It wasn't even really a nap because when I would wake up at 6 p.m., I was just like clawing my way up to even be able to get out of bed. Um, So it wasn't that I was in bed 24 hours a day for four years. It's that I was in bed 12 to 14 hours a day. And the rest of the time, I was just managing the tiny amount of energy that I had. So then I'm going to talk a little bit about um, those of you who really want to help us get the word out about detoxing. There's a real opportunity there for you, for you to really make a good living by telling other people how to detoxify and bringing them to our program. Normally, we we talk about the detox towards the end of January and people are thinking about making some New Year's resolution or a lot of people are thinking about going on a diet, whatever the fad diet is. We, I've been doing this for a long time now. I think it's probably fair to say I've detoxified uh, more people than anyone in history. Mostly just because that's what I've really devoted myself to the last 10 years. And it's not just me. Like We have a team too. We have people who are supporting. Um, we have a, a coach named Helen who has done the, the detox herself 22 times. We, we don't want people to just do it and call it one and done. If you spent 30 years getting yourself into the super toxic situation that you're in, a 26-day focused cleanse can make you feel like a million bucks. But if you go right back to the standard American diet that you were on, you may have some of those symptoms return. But what we recommend is that people do um, a detox with us twice a year. So it's entirely possible to just join and we will support you whenever you want to detox. But we do a detox every year in January, I have a feeling with what this country has been through and this this planet has been through, um, something like 200 million Americans injected themselves with they don't know what. They don't even know what they injected themselves with, but there's now something like, uh, there's seven research organizations that I know of that have tested what's actually in the inoculation And every single one of them has come up with graphene oxide or hydroxide, graphene oxide or graphene hydroxide. And that is a really, really serious toxin. And the people who are going to get a third one and a fourth one are going to 
have a buildup of this horrible toxin that, you know, Sherry, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny says there are 40 different mechanisms of action for long-term harm from this, this buildup of these, of these chemicals. And I know some of you um, listening to this or watching this, depending on whether you're listening to my podcast or you're seeing this on one of my video platforms, may have felt like in order to make a living, you were forced to, uh, to do this twice. And now you're going, oh my gosh, how many more times am I going to have to inject myself? And maybe I got one of the the um, lots of the injection that are lower toxicity. And maybe I got lucky the first two times, but who knows whether the third time is the one that tips me over, like what happened to me with the, the flu jab. So the reason, and, and so I'm going to talk to you a little bit about those of you at the end who want to promote the Green Smoothie Girl Detox. Many of you who have done it before, and it's changed your life and it's really decreased your toxic load, which is the amount of toxins that you have coming in minus the amount that your organs of elimination are, are able to get rid of. What's left is your toxic body burden. That is just sort of a fundamental principle that we have to get clear on before we even talk about detoxifying because you know, some medical doctors who they don't study detoxification whatsoever in medical school. That's just not in their training. And so if you're going to look to, well, I only want MDs. I mean, I, I have a terminal degree too, but I don't want to, I don't even want to wear that white coat. I don't even want to have that license anymore because, you know, then I'm constantly in the gun sites of insurance companies and licensing boards. And so giving that license up, I want to talk about how do we get well? Cause nobody teaches us that. I didn't go to medical school, but you know, I was getting a PhD in clinical psychology, had to get the flu jab, and the reason I didn't talk about it until now is that to talk to people about detoxification, which pretty much everyone in America needs to do if they've eaten any any variety, any version of the standard American diet, if they've participated in the standard American diet at all and breathe the air and use the products and taken the medications or any combination of those things, there's over 80,000 toxic chemicals approved for use in your products, food, air, water. So everyone should really make a commitment to doing a twice a year detox. Why didn't I talk about it until a month ago? Why did I tell my audience I was sick for years? I was gaining weight because when, when you're in bed for four years and you get depressed, you start eating garbage because when you're depressed, you don't you're not future oriented. You're not goal oriented. You can't imagine feeling better when it, when it becomes years that you feel that bad. So, I mean, I had 65 pounds to lose and I had 21 different diagnosed diseases and I was on half a dozen pharmaceutical drugs. Okay. So that was my life in my late twenties and my early thirties. I'm about to turn 55 and the only thing I take is a bioidentical hormone on a regular basis. The only thing I take, and it's actually a natural compound. And that may be because the jab tipped me over, but I obviously clearly had some toxic burden prior to that. And another of my toxic exposures is that I was a baby downwind of the Nevada test site and I was not a breastfed baby. So my mother fed me cow milk that was radioactive and had literally hundreds of times more uh, radio, radioactive fallout than is considered safe. And later 
people who got thyroid cancer sued the U.S. government and won, and there was a class action lawsuit and a payout. Well, I was younger than those people who won that big payout from the federal government. And so I wasn't ever, I never filed to be part of that. And I I didn't have thyroid cancer. And it's probably thanks to these measures that I take in my life. The first one that I did that got my health back was detoxifying. And I didn't do it once. I do it twice a year. I still do it twice a year. It's a very important part of my life. I don't think there will ever come a time where I'm like, I'm good. I'm living such a clean, wholesome life. I don't need to detoxify. I mean, I don't eat a perfect diet. Um, I think in 2022, uh, my husband and I are going to drink no alcohol. That's probably my one thing that I do. I don't eat a lot of sugar. I don't eat a lot of processed foods, but I'm not like hardcore about very many things. I'm not like, I never eat gluten. I, I really never eat pork. I very rarely eat beef, maybe once or twice a year, a few bites. Um, I, I very rarely eat bread or you know flour products. And I think that the people who are so gluten reactive, it's because they've, they maybe spent years or decades eating Roundup sprayed processed wheat. So I didn't talk about why I was injured because... People need to detoxify whether or not they were injured by a medical uh, product or whether they're just exposed to a lot of different chemical toxins. Some people have on the job exposures, you know, like if you're, I knew a shop teacher who got cancer from his just breathing in paint fumes and all these chemical fumes. I've, uh, hairdressers have tons of um, exposure, one of the sickest professions out there. I know lots of sick hairdressers. Um, Dentists have a lot of heavy metals exposure, uh, mercury especially, and they're one of the sickest professions out there. So I didn't want people to not want to do a detox because they're so programmed, safe and effective, safe and effective, right? That they're such a believer in the science, okay? They don't know. They don't know that there's actually 16,000 studies showing the harm and damage and death from the existing vaccine schedule before the COVID vaccine. Um, that Sherry Tenpenny has been collecting for 20 years now. And, you know, there was my vaccine injury from the flu jab, but there's also the fact that that year also, um, I had vaccinated my second child and seen the exact same reaction as when I vaccinated my first child at four and a half months. And in both cases, healthy, big, perfect babies, nine pound babies. And suddenly they get these injections and they're, they suddenly have asthma and they're in and out of hospitals. When it happened to my second child, that's when I went, wait a minute, I need to learn about this. I had absolutely no one in my life saying, Hey, do you know that there's information out there that other first world countries don't vaccinate anywhere near the degree that we do in the United States? I mean, this is back in the nineties. A lot of other countries have been very influenced by the U.S. Tony Fauci, the CDC, really push out pharma objectives and policy throughout the world now. But I had to go and learn, why are my children sick all the time with asthma, life-threatening for my first child who got more injections before I clued in and put together the fact that I tanked after getting the flu jab. I was sick 10 times that winter, and then I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and I, I never did figure out exactly why I, have abs- I had absolutely no energy and could barely function. I, I did know, though, 
I, I never had wanted to get that blue job. I just did it under pressure and that will sound familiar to many of you. So I have a lot of compassion for the people who are under pressure, the people who are young, the people who haven't learned. I don't trust this industry. I don't trust that my government makes me do this or this, this, the health, um, healthcare industry makes me do this. Uh, it makes no sense. Okay. I won't go sideways on how it absolutely makes no sense to force people to get the flu job. The flu job is extremely unsafe and ineffective. Um, but you can either take my word for that, study it yourself. But I didn't want to talk about it because I had two little kids and I was studying human detoxification to the level that I actually spent more time by my own calculation. I spent more time studying human detoxification that would later be for your benefit. And later I came to believe that, that God allowed me to gain this training um, to get myself well so that I could later help others. And now I'm having the awareness that the 10 years that I have spent helping 17,000 people go through our program, some of them twice a year over and over again, and watching them tell me the doctor wants to take my gallbladder out and they go through our program and they keep their gallbladder. That's not a claim. That's just the kind of things people tell us. Um, we have in their own words, people who say after one week, my husband's doctor took him off his statins because he went from high blood pressure to completely perfect in the low range blood pressure. After a week doing our detox, we've had people tell us to save their thyroid. My own, um, oldest friend, my friend since first day of seventh grade came to me and said, they want to radiate my thyroid because I have hyperthyroid. Most people have hypo, but she had hyperthyroid. You know, your eyes start to get buggy. Your hair may fall out. You have lots of different symptoms and they wanted to kill her thyroid. And she said, do you think there's any possibility you're Detox will help. And I said, how could it hurt? I never make claims about our program. Like if you do our detox, then it will cure this or that. In fact, I, if anything, I'm the queen of sort of under promise over deliver, because what I do say is whatever health issue that you're going to send me a Facebook message or ask us about, you say, will it help with X, Y, or Z? Listen, all these diseases came from our body getting out of balance because of toxic exposures and high toxic body burden. And now we have so many different exposures to toxins with all those categories that I whipped through. I mean, I could do an entire podcast just on the sources of the toxicity, but you get bored, you zone out. I think most of you already know that you have a lot of toxic exposures. That's why you're even listening to this in the first place. But with two little kids, I was studying and studying and studying human detoxification. And, and I'll tell you some of the, the greats in both research and clinical practice detoxing people from 30 and 40 and 50 years ago, whose work I was studying. And I was getting more and more excited. And I, I wasn't going to go back to the same guys who injured me, the medical profession, the, the people who deal in the injections and the pills, potions, powders, the people who deal in basically the drugs and surgery model of, of healthcare which is really sick care. I wasn't going to go back to them and ask them to fix me. And I have friends right now who are severely injured from the uh, pharmaceutical injection that 200 million Americans got this year who keep going back to those guys and asking for answers and they keep taking more drugs and they're just managing the symptoms. And I'm, I have no judgment towards that, but I did not feel that, that going to the same guys who broke me made any sense to ask them to fix me. 
because they were already completely unwilling or unable to look at the risks associated with their product and give me any kind of informed consent, why would they start now? They're not, they're not awake to the whole thing. They're working in an industry. They have to bill to specific medical codes that are in big books of codes. And if you don't have one of those codes that's related to an approved procedure or drug, then you're not going to be billing anything and you don't get to pay the bills this month. So that is what the medical profession has become. And that's why we're seeing even people who didn't get the injections this year are really concerned and wanting to detoxify. I think there are actually a lot of the 300% more people detoxing with us this year than last year is, and I don't think that this event is going to be over in January and we move on and just promote it next December. I think we're going to promote it all year. We could use your help, those of you who are really passionate about holistic health and keeping the art and science of health and wellness alive because Google has scrubbed it. Like Green Smoothie Girl, my website, and all the others out there, all of our colleagues, like we've lost over 90% of our organic traffic. Like Google does not want you to find our information. Like my life's work is not really available to you if you go and Google detoxification or one of thousands of terms that I've written about that have been my full-time job for almost 16 years now. So I was learning about detoxification and I just couldn't get enough of it because there's a lot of information out there. And my grandmother helped me because she had a bunch of books by some of these doctors whose work is being lost right now and getting lost in the noise of all the the influencers who throw together a weekend warrior project and tell you to not eat coffee or alcohol or sugar or flour for two weeks and call that a detox. Um, In all of that kind of noise, and those are the people who are sharing their detox with you, the actual science and practice of human detoxification that these amazing doctors and scientists that I'm going to mention to you brought to my life and helped me get well, it's being lost. That work is being lost. I mean, all of them are dead except for one who made a huge impact on my work. And I'll I'll run through who they are and what they were kind of known for. But I was learning about it for years, but I wasn't able to do it because I was either pregnant or breastfeeding for like seven years. And I was smack in the middle of having four babies when this happened to me and knocked me down. And I, you know, you might say, well, how if you how could you have babies and be breastfeeding if you're literally almost bedridden? Well, it's amazing how you get by and you solve problems. And when my children's father got home at 6 p.m., you know, I may have been sort of getting out of bed, but you know, he he kind of had to take over. Well, I was that those few years do not characterize the kind of mother that I was but I was ashamed of it. And that's one of the reasons why I don't want to talk. I didn't want to talk about it until like a month ago. And then I was like, you know what? I think based on the circumstances here in 2021, it's time that I talk about it. It's time that I talk about why I was sick. So I had to get really clear with myself. Why is it that I have never talked about why I was so sick? Well, first of all, because I looked normal. You couldn't look at me and see that something was wrong. So if you looked at me and I said, I could barely get out of bed and I put a stack of library books in the bonus room at the end of the hall where my bedroom is and tell my children, don't come out until I come to get you. I mean, they could go to the bathroom or whatever, but just to keep them safe, I would give them a stack of books and I would go to sleep from three to 6 p.m. I was asleep for years. 
And I was never rested. I didn't wake up rested. I didn't ever get anything done. I dropped out of grad school. I couldn't do what I was doing. And so being a mom was really the only thing I could do. And I did it badly. You know, I wasn't like the kind of mom I would become later when I got well. When I got well, I did a 450 city speaking tour as a single mom, by the way, a full custody single mom. I wrote 16 books. As far as my children go, they had all kinds of opportunity. They were competitive athletes. I ran them all over the place to multi-states to compete in their sport. Every single one of them played a competitive sport, and I was super involved in that. I started a babysitting co-op that spanned like 15 years. Even after my kids were outside babysitting age, it continued on. I did a cooperative summer camp. Um, I was, I started neighborhood watch for the city that we lived in. I got my old ambition back when I got my health back. Now there's a saying, a man with his health has many dreams. A man without his health has just one. And I will always remember that saying since I heard it decades ago, because I have been that person who had just one hope. I couldn't think about running Neighborhood Watch to help my community after a rash of break-ins. And I organized it and there were Neighborhood Watch groups all over the city. And we put up Neighborhood Watch signs that we raised money for. And I mean, I could go on and on and on about what I accomplished in the next 20 years after I got well. And my only point in sharing that with you isn't to brag. And it's not even to say that I was a great mom. It's just that that's who I was born to be. That's who God put me on earth to be. And I couldn't do it when I was so sick that I couldn't even come out of the brain fog and the the complete deficit of energy. So I didn't talk about it because I was ashamed. I was ashamed that I was that kind of mom for a few years and I didn't want to talk about it. And I didn't talk about it because if you would have looked at me and I looked normal, you would have judged me and you would have, and lots of people did when I have occasionally blogged about it in the last 16 years as a blogger, I have had 400 pharma trolls come out of nowhere, attack my uh, post. This was before COVID. 400 pharma trolls in one day on my personal page where I talked about what the flu jab really is. Then they told each other where my public figure page was, and they, 33 of them went and wrote um, reviews on my public figure page saying that my products put them in the hospital with cyanide poisoning, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, eventually Facebook took that down. There's still to this day, Amazon won't help us, that there are people who went and wrote fake book reviews, people who have never read my book, but they were just mad that I was talking about what the flu vaccine how how it's really created for the next year that they just guess, you know, they make an educated guess on what flu strains they think will show up next year because they have to be manufacturing it this year. It was a pretty simple little post, but it was three weeks of pure hell. They got an article published out there about me full of all kinds of lies. Um, they got like a lawyer who's really into vaccines are faith, safe and effective. And we got to go out there and crush all the, the anti-vaxxers. You know, and back then, like I would, I would bristle when people would call me an anti-vaxxer just for talking about my experience. But that's the gaslighting that's actually been going on for decades, and I experienced it. That's just a, I just scratched the surface there of what I've actually been through by saying I was injured by a vaccine. 
And so you can believe me or not believe me that I was injured by a vaccine. But right now I feel pretty single-minded about the fact that we have a lot of injured people out there. And a lot of them, you know, my own, my own family member is injured by a vaccine and she's a nurse and she delivers vaccines all day, every day. And, you know, her boss, who's a medical doctor, didn't want it. And so she signed his card with his dose and then gave him his dose in his hand rather than injecting it into him. She doesn't want any more. She's going to refuse to get the third job no matter what. She signed her boss's card without actually, you know, injecting it. So I have a family member who is actually injured. Her arm burns or is numb all the time, like something like eight months after getting the jab. And I said, did you report it to VAERS? I don't know if she knew what VAERS was, but she said, no, because I can't prove that it's related to the jab. Well, you know what? My injury was never reported to VAERS either because I didn't know it existed. So I'm not saying any of this to be critical. I'm amazed and astonished that our medical professionals have not been educated whatsoever about the vaccine adverse events reporting system, which is sort of the early warning signal database. With the swine flu, when 25 people died, they canceled it. They canceled the swine flu. They realized it wasn't safe. If if, if there's a drug that has five unexplained deaths, they put a black box warning on that. Well, we now have 20,000 deaths and 1 million reported adverse events. And of course, most people don't report it. You know, my family member who's a nurse, she's never reported one. She's seen plenty of injury. She's injured. Her own boss thinks the whole thing is a fraud and doesn't want it. So he's never made a claim on the VAERS system. So just to give you a little flavor of how few of them actually get reported, but we have a million reported adverse events to the VAERS system. So how many are there really? I don't know, but it's a lot more than a million. So we have a bunch of injured people and we have a lot of people who have apparently graphene, which is metallic and uh, extremely damaging to the vascular system and maybe a contributor to all the, the clotting disorders that there are now hundreds of thousands of all over the world. Uh, I have another family member who was just in the hospital over Thanksgiving for 10 days and her entire blood supply is clotted. And I don't know if maybe when she was out of it and on all kinds of meds, somebody talked to her and said, your entire blood supply is clotted, but I can tell you that she came out of the hospital not knowing that. I can tell you that. I can tell you that the other family member that I told you about who delivers injections every day was never told that. And she was in the hospital with that family member. So this is the kind of stuff just going on in my own family. You know, for the most part, my family didn't get the injection. We already don't trust that industry. For the most part, my husband's family did get it because they do trust and they just haven't ever had the um, self-education and the terrible experiences that my family has had where we have a number of us who we or our children have been injured. So detoxifying, if you go to even a functional medicine doctor, even the guys who believe that the body can repair itself, they believe this in principle, functional medicine doctors do, 
or you might call them natural doctors, or you might call them homeopaths, or you might call them uh, holistic doctors, natural doctors. Okay, the, the kind of popular name among the doctors themselves is functional medicine practitioners, and they're going to the body's function instead of just um, administering drugs to cover up symptoms, which is like putting duct tape over the warning light in your dash. Okay, that's what drugging things mostly does. Now, is it possible that drugs can do a little more than that? I think I think sometimes. But, you know, I, I didn't think that drugs could detoxify me. And I also don't think that if you go to these functional medicine doctors, they don't have the time to do the, the detailed detox with you that we do. And in fact, I've had many of our detoxers tell me, my doctor in Indiana or my functional medicine practitioner in Chicago told me to go do your detox. They can sell you supplements. But I'm here to tell you that supplements are supplemental. And we like some supplements and we think that they can be a part of the program. But if you are injured, may I highly, highly stress for you that doing the actual work of detoxifying to bring your toxic body burden way down is non-negotiable. So I don't make claims like do this detox for 26 days and it'll cure this. I'm never going to say anything like that. But I will say, because all these diseases, these diseases of the modern age have come out of nowhere and have become epidemics. I mean, there's, we could sit here and name a hundred different autoimmune diseases or cancers or neurological disorders that have become absolute epidemics. And it's all just hockey sticking. And that, that was before 200 million people just added to their toxic body burden with two injections. And now we're being told it's a third and, and Lord Fauci has told us that it's a matter of when, not if three jabs become fully vaccinated status. And then they'll move on to four. They only tell us one step of this whole tyranny at a time. So, you know, just keep an eye on Israel because they started before we did and they're first and um, it's people from that con- country who stand to benefit most by pharma that don't really own and control controlling interest in pharma and Israel's uh, behavior should show us what's coming next because so far we have done exactly what they've done in lockstep, but a step behind them. They're pushing the fourth job. You are not considered fully vaccinated in Israel unless you've had three jabs. And now they're getting people to get a fourth or another booster. And I think that's where we get into serious danger zone where the body can no longer clear the graphene oxide coming in or whatever chemicals. You know, Dr. Ariana Love says that, you know, uh, an analysis of what's in it based on vibrational frequencies shows that there's propane in the jobs. We know there's undisclosed ingredients. We know there's ingredients that these brands are refusing to tell us what they are by saying instead that they are proprietary ingredients, as in, well, we can't tell you because we don't want our competitors to know because it's it's the secret sauce. So they can hide behind proprietary ingredients and not disclose the ingredients to the public. And they are all doing that. There are proprietary ingredients on all of the ingredient lists. And they use all kinds of little 
acronyms and codes so that you have to like go research three and four levels deep. So you can't just take a look at it and see what's really in the jab. It's just like a lot of gibberish words that you have to go and do a lot of research to figure out what is really even in there. So enough about that, enough about what is actually in this new level of toxicity that people are dealing with. Do I think people can get well after the jab? Yes. I think it's going to be really, really hard if they're getting a third and a fourth. Um, I believe that the human body detoxifies itself every day. I believe that we see a great testament of that to the fact that many, many people did inoculate themselves with some known poisons. And most of those people are walking around and are above ground. That just goes to show you that our bodies will clear poisons until they can't anymore. And so, yes, there's 20,000 dead, but there's also the rest of 200 million people who aren't. And I believe that the body has the ability, I know that the body has the ability to repair DNA. Now, there are a couple of mechanisms of action in published papers showing that getting these jabs, something in them is causing people's ability to repair DNA to be hindered. So, you know, one facet to detoxifying is changing your products. And once you're inside our detox, you know, we're going to talk about that. There's doing a detox twice a year to lower the amount of toxicity that's in your body. There's also addressing what you're eating, what kind of products you use so that you decrease the amount of toxicity in your future exposures, right? And learning how to build a natural uh, medicine cabinet so that you can treat things yourself is a passion of mine. We're going to do a class on that in, in the detox at the beginning here of 2021. If you're hearing this later, maybe someone shared this to you later, um, then may I recommend you go listen to that. We won't have that class until towards the end of 2021 because we're launching thousands of new detoxers in January of 2022, sorry, January of 2022. And uh, not all of our detoxers are in our support group on Facebook, but uh, many are, and there's a great conversation going on in there all the time about all kinds of subjects. And our existing veteran detoxers are an incredible source of knowledge for you that's available to you if you join the detox with a buddy, um, you're going to win. Everybody finishes who brings a buddy because they're not going to let their buddy down, right? It's too embarrassing. So I'm out in the open. I'm out of the closet. I'm talking about why I spent more time studying human detoxification than I spent uh, getting a master's degree in social work and a PhD in clinical psychology back in the day. And I spent a lot of hours in school and studying, but I spent more time on human detoxification. And now you know why it is because I had to get well. And now you know why I had to get well. And so how do I stay well? Uh, you know, I'm way, way, way healthier in every way, including the stability of my mood, uh, including not taking, uh, ongoing prescriptions for pharmaceuticals just to manage my symptoms. 
I mean, I was everything from putting steroid creams on to manage my eczema, which I didn't realize is not a skin issue. It's a liver issue and just evidence that I needed to detoxify my liver. I didn't know that back then. So I would put the steroid cream on because otherwise I would wake up covered with scabs. Like I would have scabs just from scratching during the night. There would be blood on the sheets and my ankles and my wrists and my arms were covered with, I I would bleed from scratching the eczema. So, and then my daughter, uh, my second child, when she got the jabs at four and a half uh, months, she, she broke out with eczema and I didn't know better yet. And I put my own steroid cream on her. I just thought it was a lotion. I didn't know what it was. I mean, that's how I've gone from that clueless to full circle to where now I teach people how to detoxify. So, you know, I'll tell you my stories and this is why I don't have any judgment is because we don't know better till we know better. So the detox isn't just taking some supplements. I'm so sorry to tell you that's not going to get it. That's not going to be enough. The detox is a diet and that's what people get the most focused on, but we're also going to help you with some protocols that help really eliminate better. Okay. So if anything gets clogged up, we have suggestions, we have practices that many of these, uh, at the time, pretty well-known doctors and scientists who studied detoxification decades before I did and helped tens of thousands of people collectively get well and their books are mostly out of print and the art and the science of detoxification is going to be lost if some people don't jump in with me here and help make sure that we are walking down the beach picking up the starfish one at a time and throwing them back in the ocean so if you want to help us market this detox just getting an affiliate link and sprinkling it into comments on Facebook posts. Don't make a post, okay? Facebook will will play whack-a-mole with you if you make original posts with that link in it. They don't really want you to talk about needing to detoxify after a vaccine, but they don't, their AI has not touched comments. So I've never seen anyone go to Facebook jail for what they say in comments. I don't know if you like went into and did like a hundred times the same link, if they might tell you, stop, you're spamming. But if you find posts where people are talking about their reactions or asking people what their experiences were, grab your affiliate link and you can literally copy and paste and profit. Okay. If you are looking for a side hustle, or if you are one of these healthcare practitioners who lost their job and want to help people do what we do, which is help people get well help people detoxify. If you want to check that out, you can go to greensmoothiegirl.com slash starfish. And it's a webinar I did where I talk about all the the, um, detoxing, but by giving us your email for that, you will get emails to sign up as an affiliate. So you can watch the, I think it's like an hour and a half webinar where I go through the the detox and what it is people are actually doing to detoxify. And then I start talking about, here's how you can market it. Just sign up as an affiliate and share the link to the other link that you should know besides greensmoothiegirl.com slash starfish. For those of you who want to be affiliates and make a nice income 
sharing that information with other people who need to detoxify. They want to stay out of the hospital that, you know, if they didn't, if they got the job, they need to detoxify. And if they didn't, they probably didn't because they're pretty aware of how bad the medical system has become and they want to stay well. I've never seen people so motivated to stay out of the medical system. And I think it's because we all saw people we knew and people we read about who went to the hospital and they had, they had no say. It's getting to the point where you don't even get to have a choice about what treatment you get. I'll tell you what, if I ever, I already had COVID and got well, didn't take hydroxychloroquine, didn't take ivermectin. It wasn't, you know, we just had it and got well and it wasn't that fun either, but we got well and now we have natural immunity. But if we ever ended up in the hospital, I have been told by a number of people that they got kicked out of their own spouse's uh, hospital room for refusing remdesivir or insisting that they be given one of these antiparasitic drugs that apparently works very well the first week of COVID. I don't think it really works that well the second week on um, because it's it's helping decrease the the viral repli- replication. So it kind of works in that for in those early days. And most people now can't get their hands on ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. They've really just driven it off the market, so you can't get it because they wanted to bring in their new uh, the new patented Merck drug. And the so you know I think those of us who didn't get the jab are more motivated than ever to detoxify. You know I've. Definitely, I watched my grandmother choose out of chemotherapy and radiation and instead detoxify herself and drink tons of green juices and do a program very similar to what I teach now. And can't wait to see my grandmother in heaven and talk to her. And I hope that she's proud of the work that I that I do and that have I've made a commitment to spending the rest of my days finding the starfish and throwing them back in the ocean. I know that I can't save them all, but I can save this one, right? Remember that story, the man walking down the beach and throwing starfish back in and another man walks past him and says, you know, you can't save all the starfish, right? And he said, nope, but I can save this one. And he throws them in the ocean. So that's kind of my motto right now in the fact that we really can't go big on Facebook and really advertise our detox. Certainly we can't, you know, target these huge groups. Actually, Facebook's just eliminated these big groups of those injured by the COVID vaccine, but they do exist. Um, I know some people who are severely injured. I know Brianne Dressen, who in Utah was in the AstraZeneca trial and has been speaking up. She's very ill a year later, but a year ago, she was in the hospital fighting for her life. And she signed up for the, she was such a believer that vaccines are safe and effective that she signed up for the AstraZeneca trial. Well, she's now had a horrible awakening, just like I did. And she's a, she's a young mom. She's not as young as I was, but, you know, she has two children. I think they're like nine and 11. And she wants to be a good mom to them. She doesn't want to be horizontal all day, every day. So it's a diet. The diet is, and it's also some practices that help optimize and help get the junk out of your body rather than recirculating. See, this is a big issue with a lot of the detoxes that these weekend warriors and these influencers put together is they don't actually understand how the body detoxifies. And so you get into this recirc kind of a thing where you're kicking up some toxins and they're recirculating instead of evacuating the body. But we have some great tips for you once you're inside the detox. 
some great methods for making sure that we are keeping those organs of elimination because you have a lot of them and they all work together. They're all supposed to work together synergistically. But sometimes, especially in the beginning, when so much garbage is trying to evacuate your body, one of those organs or or systems gets backed up. And so we have solutions for you to help keep it moving. Okay, I cannot say that you won't have some uncomfortable cleansing crises. Um, We ask you to get off coffee a week early, a week before you're going to do the detox, because the metabolites of coffee and your, your, you could call it coffee withdrawal. Those will give you a lot of you a headache. And we want you to get past that so that you're ready to detoxify and you're not in our group blaming the detox for your coffee withdrawal headache, right? Uh, plus you're, you're preparing your body for, it has to be at least nine days, according to um, Andreas Moritz, whose work heavily influenced mine because he helped so many people detox their liver. And I've seen people who are very ill do this like nine days of prep and our detox definitely does those nine days of prep. And we're actually cleaning up the GI tract in that nine days. We're not just eating a super clean diet that's high in fiber and nutrient dense and oxygenating and alkalizing and, and zero toxicity and organic and helping sweep the GI tract, because you've got 30 feet of GI tract that you've got to clean out. So first we work on cleaning out the colon, but we're also preparing and alkalizing and helping these thousands of ducts in your gallbladder and in your liver. If you've had a gallbladder removal, guess what? One in 300 Americans every year have their gallbladder removed. It's an epidemic. It's because the gallbladder is so backed up. If you don't have a gallbladder, you need to detoxify even more because we're going to help dilate the ducts in the liver if you no longer have a gallbladder. Or if you do have a gallbladder, hopefully, because your gallbladder does serve you well and it does work with the liver. It's part of your detoxification and and metabolism systems. You are, over these many days, you are dilating those thousands of ducts that are full of, think of like sticky, clogging, thick motor oil. Like if you drove your car for 10 years, you know, in the dust bowl without ever changing the oil or the oil filter. Okay. Now think of your liver looking like that. Okay. So detoxing is like changing your oil and your oil filter and your air filter so that you have a clean, shiny, new um, detoxification system. Okay. We have to clean it up. I mean, right before I started here, actually, a guy came to my condo here in Florida and vacuumed out the ductwork in the HVAC system. It's a big issue. We live right on the ocean. There's salt water and it's just not smart for that ductwork to never get a good cleaning. So we just paid somebody like 120 bucks to come clean out the ductwork. So we do this with our car. We do this with a condo and then we don't do it for our own body while we're drinking alcohol that's full of Roundup and is t- takes a heavy toll on the liver. We're drinking coffee that dehydrates us and that makes that thick um, 
it's, it's, it's just kind of just like you think of old oil in a car if you never changed your oil. So what you want is nice, thin bile that you're producing well and that's flowing through your liver and it's binding to toxins and they are evacuating the body efficiently and effectively. That's what you want. And that's the point of doing a detox is that you are changing the oil filter, you're changing the air filter, and you're running clean again because your body is going to be exposed to toxins. There's a lot of it that you can control. You can choose whether or not to use a pharmaceutical drug versus learning a little bit. Learn a little bit about how your body works and see if you can support your body's innate natural systems and the organs that are supposed to be doing that work and maybe failing you with a supplement, with doing a detox. So it really helps the body reset and clean up. Um, of note, notable mention, the amazing detoxification doctors and practitioners and researchers whose work has made a big impact on me I meant and, and my work and what you're going to do with us if you do the detox. It's like the best of all of these practitioners came together in the program that I spent two and a half years working on and drafting. And then I had a beta test group of 30 people. And then now we are, we have been supporting people for eight years. All year, we have a few people going through and lots of people who go through in January. And I would imagine in 2022, we're going to have more people interested in human detoxification than ever before. I have felt strongly that all of my work of the last 10 years was really preparation for this moment in history. I didn't see this coming. I could have never in 1 million years have imagined that there would be an invisible regime somewhere um, bullying all the puppet governments of the world to force vaccinate or or coerce bribe bully deprive us of jobs our ability to support our families if we don't do what they say if we don't get the injections it doesn't make any sense to me that if i have innate natural immunity and have antibodies they don't care at all osha wrote a rule it's 500 pages long it's 490 pages long that's as big as a ream of paper that says in it, among other things, doesn't matter if you have natural immunity, doesn't matter if you already had COVID, have to get the, all the jabs anyway. If this is about our health, and the only reason I'm talking about this is for your future decision-making and the fact that I hope that people will organize and be part of the resistance and part of the saying no, because if everybody keeps saying yes, we can just expect more of the same. And how many injections are you really willing to get? So Andreas Moritz's work was invaluable to me. He just has very, very detailed protocols um, to help people be comfortable and optimize the output of the liver, to give the liver a reset. And I've known people who are very sick who did this protocol once a month for a year and eliminated dozens of symptoms that she was having. Uh, Dr. Ann Wigmore, 
She's probably best known for wheatgrass juice and discovering how magical it is. And you can go and get some fresh made if you want to, to be part of your protocol. We definitely introduce it to you. It's not required. There's no exotic, expensive ingredients or uh, stuff necessary that you have to buy. There's a level one you can participate at if if detoxing is, is really new for you. And there's a level two. And then once you're in our support group in Facebook, which I highly recommend that you sign up for support because maybe you're going to be the person who contributes to others. Maybe you're going to be the person who detoxes twice a year and wants to come in there like, like Amy did the other day and said, I detoxed four times because I had so many health problems. And then I started my family and I have two beautiful, healthy babies that I credit um, why my children were healthy, even though I wasn't with detoxing four times. Um, Then maybe you'll be in there helping others have the courage to do this thing that they think might think is hard. I mean, there's harder detoxes out there, right? Like when I was in my late twenties, I did the Arise and Shine cleanse and it's nothing but juicing, just juicing vegetables and a little bit of apple and then drinking a shake that's made out of water, bentonite clay and psyllium husk. And I do not recommend, unless you've done our detox many times and you really just want to see what it's like, I do not recommend that you go and do that because when I started Green Smoothie Girl, well over 15 years ago, I used to send people to that cleanse and I had nobody successful at doing it. And from watching what happened when I detoxified to the point I put Green Smoothie Girl up, and then from that point until now, my main observation for you is that people are so much more toxic. Livers are more backed up. Gallbladders are super sludgy and backed up, or they've been removed, which just puts that much more burden on the liver. It makes it that much more important that you detoxify and that much more important that you take care of your liver. Okay. Your doctor took it out and sent you home and didn't give you any instructions about how to take care of your liver because that's not what doctors do. They're trained in how to remove your liver, not in how how to teach you to take care of your liver. There's no insurance code to bill to teach you how to take care of your liver. And likely your doctor also doesn't know how to take care of his or her own liver and probably has a liver just as backed up as yours. It's very easy to neglect the liver, which serves you in over 500 different documented ways. And some people estimate that there may be as many as a thousand different functions of the liver. So how important is the liver? You know, it's only pretty new in the last decade or two that we've become aware of how central the liver is. Everybody always thought it was the heart because, you know, you got the veins leaving and the arteries or the arteries coming out, the veins coming in. Um, We're just learning more in yours and my lifetime about what the lymphatic system does. Taking out the garbage where the arteries are bringing in the groceries. What the liver does, over 500 different things. You clean up that liver. If there's more than 500 functions of the liver, then if you clean it up, that's more than 500 ways that you might look better or feel better or both. So I think that's really exciting and hopeful. So Ann Wigmore 
lots more to Ann Wigmore than wheatgrass juice. And her work, there are clinics all over the world that call themselves Ann Wigmore Institute trained that, that tried to carry her work on. She was diagnosed with colon cancer in her 50s. And she got well with a completely natural protocol, very much like my grandmother did, very much like our detox. Um, our detox is a little bit slower and it's easier. It's not, it's way easier. You don't ever have to be hungry. Like a rise and shine. I was basically fasting for 20 days and I got well doing that, but I didn't have success with having other people go do it. They're too toxic. They, they become anemic. They couldn't get out of bed and then they would quit. It's too much too fast for most people in 2022 America, I believe. From what I've observed now, 10 years of detoxing other people after 10 years of doing my own research and detoxifying myself. So Ann Wigmore's work is so very important, so impactful. Uh, Dr. Max Gerson, you may have heard of the Gerson clinics around the world or the Gerson protocol that involves a lot of juicing. This is what my grandmother did when she said no to the doctors on chemo and radiation. And she went a different route. And he had brilliant success in post-World War I Nazi Germany, actually. He himself, coming out of medical school, had horrible migraines. And he went on a raw juicing... Uh, there's lots of other components to it, but he got himself well after almost a, a whole lifetime of migraines. Then he helped just thousands of people in Germany get well from migraines. Then he started treating cancer patients, ran from Germany, ended up in America, and ended up kind of helping cancer patients till the end of his life. And he was poisoned. Someone poisoned him in his 70s. You know, the pharmaceutical industry, it turns out, doesn't love competition and it doesn't love criticism either. And so he was sort of a competitor of chemo, sort of the opposite of chemo and radiation. So uh, Max Gerson, Ann Wigmore, Andreas Moritz, you can't forget Bernard Jensen. His photos of what comes out of the colon were sort of my like lodestar, like, I couldn't detoxify while I was pregnant or breastfeeding, but I wanted to see if there was that rubbery catarrhal mucoid plaque in my body that would come out of me. And he had thousands of pictures. He, he claimed that he detoxified 10,000 people in his lifetime. And he had pictures of rubber gloves, holding tongs, holding up this rubbery catarrhal mucoid plaque after it evacuated the body. And he had people fast too. And I just don't find that most people are willing to or able to in the current climate that we're in with such a worse diet, such a dirtier environment than Max Gerson's patients were dealing with back in the 60s. But this rubbery catarrhal mucoid plaque stuff literally looked like tire rubber, but it was totally in the shape of with the striations of the large intestine, as you go deeper in detoxification, sometimes the striations of the small intestine were there, which means that this rubbery stuff spans the entire 30 foot gastrointestinal tract in some people. And I 
saw that stuff come out of my body. Now, we don't in our detox because you're actually eating food, right? You're you're doing a more modified, a slower version of what Arise and Shine or what uh, teaches, which is Dr. Richard Anderson, whose work, he's the, the Arise and Shine guy. Um, unless you've done the Green Smoothie Girl detox a bunch of times, I don't recommend that you go do Arise and Shine. They also had some problems with lead in their bentonite clay that they were using. I hope that back when I was doing it, I wasn't putting lead in my body. But um, that, that's just a hardcore detox that most people can't really wrap their brain around. But you can still achieve the same effects, which brings us to Dr. Walter Longo. He's the only one of all these uh, clinicians and researchers whose work I studied who's still alive. And Dr. Walter Longo, He's out of California and also Italy. He's Italian. He really studied how people can get the effects of fasting while actually eating a fairly small amount of food. And so in our detox, we are bringing your toxic body burden down. We are resetting your endocrine system and cleaning up all these organs and these glands that uh, you know are in a complex interplay that misfire and cause us all kinds of emotional problems and all kinds of hormone problems that affect our relationships. We we are releasing catarrhal mucoid plaque out of the gastrointestinal tract. In the green smoothie girl detox, I mean, you can use a colander in your toilet if you want to uh, or not, but I saw the tire rubber come out of me and I also healed from some emotional uh, wounding from a childhood of extreme abuse. And I had read about that in Richard Anderson's work. His uh, first and second part of his books are called Arise and Shine and the other one is Cleanse and Purify Thyself. But he talks about the apocryphal texts of John. So my research has led me all the way to you know, authors of the Bible who have work talking about human detoxification that's apocryphal, meaning it wasn't ever adopted into the Bible, but it is traced to the work of the the apostle John. And he talks about cleansing the inner vessel, and then it's been done for thousands of years. So lots of influences, including some 2,000-year-old influences and Richard Anderson had told uh, those who read his books that as your body releases old proteins, that emotions, negative emotions are trapped in those proteins. And as they leave the body, those emotions leave with it. And I experienced that. I experienced that as this rubbery thing slid out of my body. I had this washing over of, of, it's hard to describe, but it was almost like experiencing the suffering of my childhood of being um, severely physically abused. And it and it's the forgiveness of this person just left me. It wasn't super, it wasn't very conscious. It was just like, and I felt light and free, and not just free of some catarrhal mucoid plaque, but free of something that had been weighing on me in an even more profound way, which is more the metaphysical. And so that may be a little bit woo-woo for you, but knowing that that could be the case 
was a big motivator for me. So that was probably one of the biggest motivators for me is, well, what if there's like an emotional component that would be useful in my healing as well? Because I knew in my late twenties, I was still staggering under the weight of what had happened to me in the first 18 years of my life. And to be able to just let that go and never feel those feelings again, the feelings of anger, the feelings of resentment, the feelings of not forgiving, that left me as some physical materials left me, which was fascinating. And you might say, well, you had read about it in Dr. Anderson's work and you were expecting it. Maybe, maybe, but it was an absolutely profound experience that just left me weeping, weeping with just joy and just feeling absolutely elated. Many people tell us as they go through the detox that they feel elated, that they just feel like they can get anything done, that they start taking on projects that they've been meaning to do for three years. Um, They tell us that their joints don't hurt for the first time in decades and they just accepted that aching joints and not being able to do a squat because your knees just can't take it, they had accepted that as a function of their age, whether their age was 51 or 68 or whatever they are. We've had people in their 90s do the detox, many people in their 80s. We've had many people in their 20s do it. We've had homeschooling moms put their four children on it and the whole family does it and they take a before and after photo and they sort of celebrate it as a family. I do recommend that you talk to your family about it. And if they don't want to do it with you, at least ask them to support you. Say, can I have your support at least? Like, don't bring junk food in the home during this 26 days. Can you just be extra patient and loving with me because I'm undertaking an amazing process. I'm really excited about it. And then even if they don't join you, like don't pound on them about it because they'll join you the next time. If you just share with them and be light about it, not heavy, not judgy not arm twisty, but just share with them how amazing you feel throughout the process. That's how people come to detox. But I was motivated reading about Dr. Anderson's work with understanding the why behind why we emotionally heal when we physically detoxify. And I was also super motivated after seeing the photos of what came out of people's colons when they followed the detoxification protocols of Dr. Bernard Jensen. He was a chiropractor. He lived well into his 90s. I think he died when he was 93 or 94. It's been a long time now, but he just sort of became very focused on instead of cracking backs, he was helping people detoxify. And his work was like, I have old, old books of his. I'll never throw them away, but like the spine is broken and they were given to me by my grandmother. So they're very special to me, not only because they helped my grandmother get well after being diagnosed with metastatic advanced cancer that they said, you won't live a year. And she lived 20 and she didn't do what they told her to do. She didn't do the chemo and radiation. So that was made a profound impact on me. And she was around to influence my life for 20 years. After that, she was there for the birth of all four of my babies. And she continued to teach me and influence me. She wasn't a teacher. She was just a grandma, right? She raised seven children and then she was a grandma and just lived her life. But watching her get well made an impact on me, even though I continued on from there to eat the standard American diet and you know all the things that we've just talked about. But um, she gave me the Bernard Jensen books too, because he made a big impact on her. 
uh, Anne Wigmore made a big impact on her. Max Gerson, she did a lot of the Max Gerson protocol and that's how she got well. And all of those make an appearance in the Green Smoothie Girl Detox. And we make it very practical and very step-by-step and we give you a chart of what you're going to get at the grocery store. And if you get the printed version, you've got a quick start guide that you can just, there's the 200 page manual. That's the why, like, how did you get in this toxic situation? What are the exposures that maybe you want to reconsider the products you buy, you know, when we're done here? Um, And why are we doing this practice and what is the practice and how do you do it? Like there's a 200 page manual, but We also send you a quick start guide and that's really nice to have because you can just take it to the grocery store or take it in the kitchen to make your food. So it's just the shopping lists and the recipes. That's all it is. So the, if you want to watch the four part video masterclass and you may feel like, well, I just listened to your podcast. I'm ready to go. I want to sign up. Well, I only have in my head two links. One of them is sign up for the video masterclass. It's at greensmoothiegirl.com slash detox. That's where you go sign up and watch four videos. And a lot of what's in those videos, I've already just talked to you about. So, but by signing up for it at greensmoothiegirl.com slash detox, we will then send you an email for you to have a chance to sign up for 40% off to join our detox program. You can join and just get the digital manual uh, emailed to you. Or you can sign up all the way for lifetime detoxing, where we send you the manual, the quick start guide, um, some protein for your green smoothies. You don't you don't do green smoothies, you know, like all day every day. That's not what this is. This is this is a far more robust program than just drink green smoothies every day. Um, and you'll get the manual, get the quick start guide, and I hope that you read the manual. I hope that you read it so that you understand why, because the people who understand why are super committed and they don't feel deprived of anything. There's no reason that you need to be hungry. You can accomplish all those things, bringing your calorie count down to where, back to Dr. Walter Longo's work, he studied, he called it, he calls it the fasting mimicking diet. And I don't use that word because he's like uh, trademarked it. But there are three different points during the 26 days where we bring calories down to where it qualifies as a fasting mimicking diet. And then your body becomes a a hyper producer of stem cells. Okay, so really great anti-aging properties there for all your organs. And autophagy, your body is sent into autophagy. People like to talk about ketosis, where you go into fat burning mode. And that's, that's worth talking about, but I'm more interested in autophagy which means self-eating. And Walter Longo really documented how when the body, you don't have to fast and go completely without food. You have to keep it down to six to 800 calories a day for, especially when you hit like three days of that, your body is self-eating in the sense, not that it's eating your muscles. It's not going to eat your organs. Your body is a highly sophisticated organism and it knows that when it needs food, because you're not feeding it, to go after the aberrant growths, to go after the stuff that's not supposed to be there. I can't even count how many people have told me that like their skin tags disappeared during the detox. That, my friends, is autophagy. I had on my arm um, a smallpox vaccine scar. It was big. 
A lot of you know what it looks like. Some of you have one. I was one of the last vaccinated for smallpox. I think it was the last year, the year I was born, 1967. Um, And my body ate up the scar and healed the scar when I started detoxifying. That's autophagy, self-eating, going after the micro tumors in your body. All of us have them. All of us are producing cancer at the at a rate of about 50,000 cells a day. And your body will produce microtumors and your immune system breaks them down and eliminates them, metabolizes them and eliminates them. So autophagy is possibly my favorite thing about detoxing is that it's a great reset. It's You, you don't even realize that your body's eating cancer cells, breaking down, consuming it. Uh, because it's like Walter Longo said, imagine you're on a wood burning train and you're trying to get from point A to point B and the station at point B, you're not going to get there. You're going to run out of fuel. So what do you do? You tear out a couple chairs in the, in the, the cabin of the train, I guess you would call it. And you take that wood and you throw it in the the, the engine to burn for fuel because you're out of fuel. Then when you get to the station, you rebuild. You rebuild those two seats or whatever that you tore out. That's what autophagy is. When the body doesn't have food coming in all the time, it goes after aberrant growth. So you can write it down, stick it on your fridge, remind yourself why you're doing this. It's spelled auto, like the car, autophagy, F-P-H. A-G-Y. It's pronounced autophagy. And it's where your body is consuming. Things are in its way. Things that are slowing down your ability to eliminate. It's going after the bad guys. It's going after the cells that aren't serving you well. It's going after the broken, uh, replicating. Okay. That's what cancer is, is sick, defective cells rapidly replicating. So give your metabolic system a break from eating so much food, especially food that's not good for you, so that your body can go after any aberrant growths that it doesn't need. So that, these are some of my favorite concepts in detoxification. We'll talk more about it as we go, but I hope that you join us. If you want to join us, go to greensmoothiegirl.com slash detox. And then if you want to help uh, be an affiliate for the program, you get paid 40% on any detox that people purchase. So go to greensmoothiegirl.com slash starfish. And you can watch the webinar where I talk about a lot of stuff you just heard, but you will get an email if you sign up for that webinar that invites you to sign up as an affiliate. And that way, when you're in comments, if you're already on Facebook and you're seeing, like I'm seeing tons of people saying, I don't feel well, this and this and this have happened since I got the jabs. I need to detox. Does anybody know how I can? I have seen that so many times. Okay. And my guess is you've probably seen it too. And unfortunately you're going to be seeing it more now in 2022, you're going to see people getting a third job and a fourth job. Who knows? 
Maybe there's a fifth inside of a year. I doubt it. I think that they're getting more and more pushback, so they can't they can't go too fast with this program. But I think where this is going is that if we don't push back, the flu vaccine will not be optional. And eventually we'll just have a digital pass where if we can't, we don't see a green light that we've done everything that the government tells us to do when it comes to pharmaceutical products that we have to inject into our bodies, then we don't get to participate in life. So I feel very passionately about pushing back on that agenda and saying no. If you want to say yes, that's your right. And I honor your right. I think you've just heard quite a few reasons in this time that we've shared together why to say no, but uh, including the fact that I myself lost four years of my life, that I should have been enjoying being a young mom and spending the kind of the kind of quantity and quality time with my kids that I wanted to, the kind of person I really am. And I couldn't show up as that person because I was just fighting the incredible fatigue and discomfort and 21 different diagnoses that I accumulated in the course of a few years. And I was young, I was late twenties, early thirties. And I had a lot of learning to do, but God is good. And the information was out there if I worked and I asked a lot of people, a lot of questions and my grandmother gave me her stuff. And now I feel called to share it with you. And if you feel called to join the starfish throwers, you'll go check that out just by giving us your email. Even if you feel like you already learned enough in this, this podcast episode or this video that you want to go help us throw starfish back in, just go to greensmoothiegirl.com slash starfish. And you don't have to watch the webinar. You just heard a lot of it really. Um, But get an affiliate link and just start sharing it. And those people track to you and anything that they purchase in our detox program that you'll get paid 40% on. And some of you may want to be uh, earn second tier affiliate commissions where you go out and you talk to these influencers you talk to these people who are have big audiences and they're very upset about the same thing. They're just as upset as I am watching people be arm twisted and bribed and coerced in violation of the international law, Nuremberg Code, to get a pharmaceutical product that doesn't even work and is highly toxic and they haven't even told us what's in it. There are plenty of influencers out there talking about it. If you want to be that person who keeps nagging them until they're promoting our detox and they're making 40%, you'll make 10% on all of it. So by signing up as an affiliate, you can make 40% on the detox that we're happy to give to you for bringing a starfish to the detox program. But also you will get links to be able to be a second tier affiliate as well and go out and get Stu Peters to promote the detox, get Alex Jones to promote the detox, get Jane Ruby to promote the detox. I don't have time to do it. I'm busy uh, actually supporting our uh, detox and doing all the work that's involved there and running my team. But I do feel like I need some help. Our old ways are not working anymore. There's very little I can say on social media without going to Facebook jail. I have spent um, five of the last 12 months in Facebook jail. 
So I get, and when I get sent to Facebook jail, it started out as seven days or it started out as three days and then it was seven. And now it's always just 30. If I go to Facebook jail, it's for 30 days. And so there's really no point in me going out there and talking about this on Facebook because then I can't be in the Facebook group supporting detoxers, right? So we have to find other ways of finding the people who need our help. So thank you so much for listening. Go to greensmoothiegirl.com slash detox if you just want to join us and get 40% off and be a detoxer. And then also you can go to greensmoothiegirl.com slash starfish if you would like to join us as a little marketing team of starfish throwers helping other people detoxify and making a great living doing it. And I'll see you guys next time. 